And we are back for another episode of the Startup Therapy Podcast. This is Ryan Rutan, joined as ever by my partner and the founder and CEO of Startups.com, Will Schroeder. Will, we're going to talk about something today that, uh, that that seems to be a pretty common theme amongst, amongst those of us who make it to the end of this race. Uh, this marathon that we we call startups, and I know that you've had a couple conversations over the last few weeks um, that have been exactly around this point. This point at which we're so exhausted, um, staring at a sale uh, of of the company potentially, and we just are like so gassed that we don't know what to do with ourselves. Um, you want to walk through a couple of those conversations? Yeah. And, uh- we have them a fair amount. Like we'd actually like to have them a fair amount because often they're ending yeah. in something positive. <laughs> but you know, since what, right. we're, what we're talking about is what happens at the end of this journey, and we're not talking about after you know we sell or, or after we shut it down. We're talking right before yeah. we do when we are at the one yard line, at the goal line, I should say, of exactly where this deal is going to end, and we are exhausted, right? Yeah. We are financially exhausted. We are mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted. I mean, there's nothing left to be exhausted. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've spent it all. Right. We've left it all on the field. And it's funny because I think a lot of people, you know, founders early in our careers or, or those that are just starting are thinking that at the end, like before a sale, that we're just high-fiving each other, right? That the, the entire time yeah. we're just like, oh my God, I can't believe how well things are going. And I don't think people realize that toward the end, you are crawling. <laughs> there, is, yeah. there is nothing left in that tank. And I think the challenge with that is you are crawling through easily the most important negotiation of your life. Yes. If there is ever a time to be fully focused, fully jacked up for what this conversation was about to be, you are not there. <laughs> this is not the time to be gassed. No. So I think what we should talk about today, I think we should talk about uh, where do people, you know, when they, when they start to get into this spot and I'm going to say whether it's an acquisition or a wind down, because they both have similar uh, attributes. We're we're both pretty cashed in both cases. I think we should talk a little bit about uh, what are the consequences of being completely burnt out at this stage? I think we should talk a little bit about um, how important this moment is and how careless we tend to get with it because I see it all the time and, and I'll talk about some instances. Um, and I also think about what do we need to do in order to kind of like just pull all whatever's left of reserve energy, if, if, if any exists whatsoever, and how we kind of channel what we need to get through this. Now, sure. what I saw and what you're referencing to were um, two startups. This is within the past few weeks. In both cases, these were uh, eight-figure deals. Now, one was an eight-figure deal, which it was a sale. The other was an eight-figure deal where uh, it was a wind-down. And when I say an eight-figure wind-down, I mean they had raised eight figures and they were winding it down. Uh, Both stressful as hell. different situations. Both almost identical timelines of roughly a decade, which is like 100 years in startup foundry years, right? (laughs) And, And so... In both cases, the founders were cashed out. I mean, mentally cashed out. You know, one will be financially yeah. cashed out. Uh, but but they were so done with it. Both were just saying, "Well, I need to just be out of this thing. Like, just get right. me out. And I think for founders that have been toying with this or founders that are burnt out, 
This is the moment where they're about to make some of the biggest mistakes they're ever going to make. You know what I mean? All right. So before we get into this next topic, I just want to let you know what we talk about here is like 1% of the conversation. You know, really this conversation is going on all day long online at groups.startups.com where Ryan and I pretty much talk endlessly with founders about every one of these topics. So if by the end of this discussion, you like the topic and you want to dig into it a little bit more with Ryan and I, just head to groups.startups.com and we'll pick it up from there. Yeah, you know, it's and it's it's so tough because again, at, at that point in time, you just, you're so close to the end. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually part of the problem, right? Is that because you can see the end in sight, the right. defenses start to come down. The fatigue starts to set in, right? It's the round 12 mentality. It's the last two minutes of the game. Like you, your body knows, your mind knows, every bit of your soul knows. One way or the other, this is about to stop. And I think that's where we can start to melt into, into some level of complacency. And, and that's extremely hard, right? And it, 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 it's hard to avoid. Um, but look, on the other hand, we've, we've sort of built careers around this, right? Like this isn't the first time we've run out of energy in a startup, certainly. Right. right? It, it happens over and over and over again. And I think something that I just want to point out is that because that end point is so close, it makes it forgivable, excusable. We give ourselves permission to say, I've been running this whole time. I'm just going to slow down now. And yep. that's okay. And it's not. It is absolutely not okay. Uh, Will, you brought this up a couple episodes ago uh, where we talked about the fact that, like, this is the moment. Like, this, these final negotiations, this is where we need to make sure we're not leaving money on the table, right? We were talking yeah. about it in the context of people thinking, like, well, I'm just going to do another one and another one and another one. <laughs> right, maybe, right? right? And, and, and maybe you'll, 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 you'll have the energy at the end of the second one. I don't know why, because you're, you're going to be older and you're going to have gone through this more. <laughs> Likelihood is you'll have less energy. But I right. think that's a really important piece of this is that, you know, we, we hearken back to that discussion. The other one, the other, the other analog I want to draw here is, is another great point that you brought up which was around startup equity and that being one of the most expensive currencies that we can spend, right? Right. And as founders, you know, we do everything we can ideally to defend all of that equity at the very beginning, right? And and we're we're adamant, almost militant about that at some points, about trying to give up as few points as possible when you raise, right? You know, keeping the, 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 the options pool small, holding onto as much as we can so that as we're diluted over time, that we maintain as much of that as we can. Sure. And that's the right thing to do. And now imagine after having done all of that and gone through the pain of maintaining that equity and being careful about spending that most expensive currency that exists within the startup, because as you said, it represents 100% of the future value of the company. And now here you are in the last mile and you're going to take less than you should and less than you should and less than you should and less than you should simply because you're tired. Don't let that happen, right? That is yeah. the biggest tragedy, the biggest travesty that can possibly exist in startupdom is that you've done all the right things. You've fought all the battles. You've picked yourself up off the floor and you've decided to keep running. And then you get to the end and you're like, you know what? Third place is probably pretty cool. I like bronze, right? It's a nice color. Like let's, let's just slow down a little right here at the very end. Well, you know, I I always equate it to running a marathon. 
you know, picture yeah. an insane marathon, you know, Ironman triathlon type marathon. Right. And I picture you've, you've competed, you've trained, you, you've gotten ready for this whole thing. You're in it. Maybe you're doing well. Maybe you're not. Kind of doesn't matter because you definitely yep. want to finish. You were a hundred feet from the finish line. And to your point, Ryan, you start thinking, you know, I'm just tired. I think I'm just going like, to yeah. like crash out here and call it a day. What was the point of everything you just went through? Yeah. <laughs> if a hundred yeah. feet from the finish line, you're determining that it's, it's time to just lay down and call it a day, right? It, but from the founder standpoint, you know, to, 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 to put this back in, in their court, for all of us, by this point, we just want to be done with it. Yep. All we're thinking is how painful life is, right? It's really hard for us to zoom out and have good context for where we are in the life cycle of this thing. Yeah. Like we know it's sort of at the end, but we want the pain to stop. Again, we're a yeah. hundred feet from the finish line and we just feel aches in every part of our body. And someone is, is about to say, you know what? If you'll take third place and not first place, we're willing to, to stop the race here. And you're like, I want the race to stop more than I care about first to third place, right? <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it, right? So, so what, what can we do in these moments? Like what, what, short of hiring a piano player to follow us around and, and just keep chariots of fire running 24 hours a day um, <laughs> from the time we start to feel tired until we're, we're actually done. Like what are some of the things that we can draw on in these moments when it's just like, I just want to be done how do we change that mindset? Why should we change that mindset? Well, I think, uh, you know, when I was coaching a couple of founders and talking through this in founder groups with the group, uh, one of the things that, that, you know, we started to really pick up on thematically was this is such a unique opportunity to ever even get yeah. to this point. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I want to I wanna come back for a second to say there were two instances here, one that was going well, one that was going poorly. For the one that was going poorly, what we explained there and what we talked about in depth was however you finish this thing, how you leave is how this thing is going to be remembered. Yes. So if you're saying, well, I'm wrapping it up, so fuck all these people, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go out guns blazing. Yeah. The worst possible outcome. Right. Right. Yes, you're fried. Yes, you're pissed. You're all these things. But this very moment, these, this last hundred feet or whatever it is, is how you're going to be remembered. Right. Yep. And so you don't have the luxury as much as we'd love to have it of just saying, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to try to get out of this thing because everything you're about to do, every decision you're about to make has lifetime consequences. Yeah. All those investors you're about to leave hanging has lifetime consequences. The staff that you're about to leave hanging, all these loose ends, your reputation, yep. all of this is going to culminate in what will probably be the next month, week, whatever year of your life. And to say, I'm too tired to deal with it. Of course, you're too tired to deal with it. There's no question. We're not pushing back on the too tired part whatsoever. I just want to be done with it. Of course, you just want to be done with it. <laughs> yep. right? Because it's terrible. It but the, the point here is you can't, you don't have that luxury right now, right? This isn't the time where you being too tired is okay right? This is a time where you being too tired has a massive cost, maybe more cost than anything leading up to this moment. And I think that's the, that's the part we start to kind of have to wrap our heads around is how important the energy of this moment is. 
So I'm just going to take a stab here, man, but I, I'm, I'm assuming that in these conversations, one of the things that came up and, and one of the factors that you and I would both agree is extremely, extremely important is to be surrounded by other founders in these moments. It has to uh, be. Because yeah. I don't think that there's anybody else on the planet who's going to be able to give you the, the perspective and the empathy that will help to reignite that fire and keep you moving. Other people can give you the perspective. They can go like, look, man, you're going to leave money on the table. Um, this is not going to be the outcome you wanted if you don't see this further through and you're going to go, fuck you, man. You have no idea what I've been doing for the last 10 years. Right. Whereas another founder is going to be like, yeah, actually I do. Right. I I'm, I'm near the same spot or I'm headed to the same spot. I get it, man. I've been there. I'm doing what you're doing and, and it's awful and it's tiring, but this is not the time. Right. So I feel like at a bare minimum, this is one of the factors that's going to make a huge difference between you just deciding to stop with that 100 meters to go and or to continue through at pace and really bull your way through and get the outcome that you've earned, that you've invested in for this seven to 100 years, however long this has taken you. Um, so I, at a minimum, make sure you're surrounded by founders. Like what else is there? Well, like in, in your mind, like, what else do we do to, to re-motivate ourselves, to find that, that, that extra little bit of juice to keep moving? Here, here's what I would do. I would put a giant wall-sized poster, post-it note on my wall in my office and, and write the words, this is my last shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Great point. In case there was no misunderstanding that no matter how tired you are, this yeah. is your last shot. And, and, and let's, let's build on that for a little bit because I think this encompasses so many things. I think part of the expectation when I'm going through this, uh, hey, I just want to get out of this, is that you're going to get another opportunity to make up for how vulnerable you are right now. So right. if this is a shitty right. deal, that's okay. You know, you'll do another startup, you'll raise some more money, and you'll do yep. it again. Probably not. Just no. to be clear, yes, you can start something else probability, just statistically, I don't care who you are, that you're going to get back to this point again is damn near zero. Now, yeah. the shitty thing is we don't believe that. We don't. We're all Tom Brady. I get to play in every Super Bowl ever for the rest of time and I keep winning them, right? That's just not the way it works. It's not the way it works. And so the part of what folks don't realize, especially if they're early in their careers, if I'm 34 years old, and I'm negotiating my exit. Here's what I'm thinking. Well, this happened pretty fast, even if I've been at it for 10 years, which is a ridiculously long time. Yep. And I've got another 40 years to go in my career. I'll clearly do this again. Right. Wrong. Correct. You might do this again. And statistically, <laughs> you, you probably won't. So if you're not treating your 34-year-old moment as the single most important negotiating moment of your life, you'll spend the rest of your career, statistically, regretting not treating this moment mm. as the single most important moment of your life. Yep. And so here's what you'll And probably burning a lot of the resources that you gain yes. from this single most important negotiation in your life, trying to recreate it, right? Like just right. chasing and chasing and chasing to no end, right? We see this happen right. Right. all the time. You can start a million companies. That part's easy. Yeah. Anyone can start a company. Our yep. children have started companies, right? <laughs> yes, they have. It's pretty easy to do. <laughs> yep. Getting to this moment 
where you have an opportunity to get out of it, even if it's not the best exit you ever had, et cetera, is almost damn near impossible. Yeah. It's part of the startup lore that people don't talk about. And so when we're in our founder groups, and you said you had a great point of you know surrounding yourself by founders, whether in a group or otherwise, um, is that you need somebody to bring you back to reality. Yeah. You need somebody to remind you how special this moment is and how this is kind of sort of maybe likely your last shot at it. Yeah. And so it, it, it looked at in that lens, if I say, look, I'm, I'm negotiating my exit, right? And we're going to sell the company, say, for $50 million, which is a ton of money. Yep. And depending on where you are in the capital stack and you know how much is coming to you could be life-changing or not. But let's say that it is, right? And let's say that you're selling for 50, and when the deal is done, you're going to take 10 off the table. P pretty common, actually. Uh, and you're looking at it going, well, you know, they're saying... 50, but now they're saying 40 and, you know, I'll take a little bit less. So I just want to get this thing done, you know, whatever. Or they're saying 50, but it's, it's 15 up front and the rest is on an earn out. Uh -huh. So you know what? Let's just, whatever, just get it done. Just do it. It's, it's money. I'm just glad to be out of this thing. Yeah. Right. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. And this isn't to say to be a hard ass and be unreasonable in your negotiation. You know, it's to treat the negotiation every time. Like it's your absolute last. You know, by the way, I just want to mention if what we're talking about today sounds like the kind of discussion you wish you were having more often, you actually can. You know, we're online all day, every day, working through exactly these types of topics with founders just like you. So any question you would have or maybe some problem you just want to work through, we're here and we love this stuff. And we're easy to find. You know, head over to groups startups.com and let's just start talking. 100% will. I think that this comes down to a notion that we've discussed before and it happens at various points in a founder's life, which is we find ourselves very, very vulnerable. Um, the, yep. the difference with the vulnerability that's occurring at this stage is that there isn't really a chance to recover from it after the fact, right? There are other times in our, in our career as a founder where we're vulnerable we make decisions based on pressure. We do things that were maybe counter to our own health or the success of the business. Right. And we have chance to, to make up for that, right. For some, some, some right. compensation against that. Now there is no overtime here. Once we call this game, once we finish this negotiation and I'll bring back some of the examples that, that you brought up, you know, we, we, we take a, a lower valuation than we wanted. Um, we, we get pushed further down in the capital stack than we want it for some reason. Um, right. it's a partial payment that we may never see the rest of. It's an earnout doing right. something we absolutely don't want to do with people that we may not want to do it with. And all of a sudden the face of this entire thing turns into something completely different right. than what we've aspired to build. We talked about this in terms of like what happens when you sell your company and, and, and the pain and discomfort that you can go through in those moments. Right. But you now find yourself in a situation where you're going to be doing things counter to all that freedom that you've tried to construct for yourself and this beautiful dream of your startup. And at a moment where it should be a celebration and it's not purely because you're out of energy and, and you're vulnerable. Well, like, how often do you see this the case where it's just like it's that pure vulnerability 
and the number of decisions and the number of points of attack that are kind of coming at you that just leave you open to making the wrong choices. Well, what's what's crazy though, Ryan, is, is it happens in a fairly short period yes. of time, weeks, months, relative to all the time <laughs> you true. just invested. True. Right? You know, we keep using this marathon analogy, but like it's it's you know, 60 seconds of running left to do compared to like yeah. like weeks upon months of uh of training that you did to to get to this point. And so I think where it gets particularly challenging is if we kind of just fall apart at the last moment in all of this, it also kind of negates all of the sacrifices we made to get here. Yeah. Right? Just think of the the amount of time invested in our lives just to get to this moment, right. to this final moment, to this opportunity to even have this negotiation. And here we are at this penultimate moment, and we're becoming cavalier about how to finish it. Yeah. Right? It's not okay. Yeah. All those sacrifices we made to all the people we committed to, everything around it, it's not okay for us to take this position. And like we said before, because we only have one shot at it, the geometric outcome for the rest of our lives, for all the people that are affected by this, can't be understated. This is their one yeah. shot at all yeah. of this. It's not just about how tired we are. It's about our fundamental responsibility to every single person on the cap table to be able to see this through with, with full energy, with full spirit. Not easy, by the way. Again, we'll keep coming yeah. back to this. If you're saying, but I'm so know tired. You're tired. It's like, yeah, you, you are. Yes. You are beat. This is, there's no time for concessions right now because we're tired. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, you talked about all of the sacrifices, all of the investments, all of the foregone happiness and deferred life that we've gone through to get to this moment, which you would think would, would, would galvanize you, right, and strengthen you. Right. Um, and yet it just doesn't seem to. Right. You, you look back at those things right. and, and I, to some degree, kind of being able to go back in time and remembering myself at the same point, it actually added to my and, and use the word cavalier here. And I would say if it was if it's cavalier, it's it's a it's a facade of, of being uh, of, of having a cavalier attitude. It's it's I, I would use the word almost like neglectful. Right. It's it's we're going to neglect to do the things that we do because I don't see many founders. I don't see it as ca cavalier to me is like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just take what I get. I worked hard. This is good enough for me. Right. It's right. <sighs> I just can't anymore. I just, you know what? The deal will be what the deal is. I get what I get. Right. Not I came I'm out of and juice. I took what I, I deserved. It's, I'm just yeah. going to take what I can get. And I think part of that comes from all of those investments because you start to revisit that 100%. You start to go back in time and think about all those moments. And individually, they were manageable, right? They were micro sprints within the marathon that you could do. But when you start to think of them collectively, holy shit, can that sap the energy from you? Because you start <laughs> to think about, if I don't do this now, does that mean that I'm signing up to do more of that? Does that mean that I'm going to have to redo all of this again? Because you don't know. It, very much like this may be your one shot to negotiate. 
It may be that in the absolute sense. There may not be another offer that comes along. And not just the next business, but like you may not have another opportunity to sell. So you better make the most of this, which puts you in this really high, high pressure situation where you have to decide, do I push and risk it? Or do I fold and take what's offered? And, and the reality is it's, it's somewhere in the middle of that, right? We don't want to see founders leaving money on right. the table. Um, but to your point, you don't want to push so hard that you break the deal either necessarily because there is no certainty of another deal. In as much as there's no certainty of a second, third, or fourth startup success, there may not be another offer. And that puts you in this, right. y- your word, vulnerable, in this incredibly vulnerable state right. around not knowing which outcome to optimize for the size of the, of the right. finish, well, you know, the certainty, the, just to get to the end. Um, and even how to do that with some level of, of control and, and dignity. Ryan, we keep talking about, uh, being at the goal line. Okay. As, as the yeah. last mile being on the goal line and being fried and, and how expensive that is, you know, monetarily and everything yes. else in our lives. I want to present a different scenario that's actually going to apply to far more people. I'm not at the goal line, and that's the problem. I'm just fucking tired. Yeah, right. Just tired. I'm I'm just X amount of years in. You know, your mileage may vary, and man, I'm just tired. I'm at a point where I run this thing. I'm just going to make up a, a, a number seven years, and I'm gassed. Right? I've run this thing twelve years. And I'm gassed. This has nothing yeah. to do with not negotiating my exit. This has nothing to do with, you know, wrapping things. I am so tired. I don't even know, like, how to just keep it going to everybody and get to that point. Right. And I think that's a really common scenario. But, but the reason I bring it up, it applies to more people, but it's actually the same problem. Just repackage. It is. It is. It's, it's the same problem with a slightly different outcome. Absolutely. At which point you've gotten the business this far along, you're just kind of further in the marathon in our earlier yeah. analogy. Um, yep. When you've got the business this far along and you are tired, you're once again at a vulnerable state. Everything that, you, that, that it took to get it here. If you quit now, if you give up, if you're too tired, then what essentially happens is you're negating all the work that you just put in to get here. And all the yep. same things apply right? All the people that, that you are encumbered by, you know, investors, employees, all those people that are saying, hey, you know, we're kind of expecting something, but you're too tired to carry it anymore. Same issue, yeah. same vulnerability, right? But it's also theoretically the last mile. It's just a bit of a longer mile than, you know, and it's a harder mile because you can't yeah. see the finish line. You don't even right. know if there is one. And look, I mean, w- wherever we are in this process, right? You know, we're, we're still in the, s- the same challenge because we're gassed. And, and I think what we should finally talk about is let's talk about when we're at that point, when we've got nothing left, right? When we are just, again, gassed as it can be, what do we do about it? Right? You know, we talked about uh, bringing founders around it. I think we should talk a little bit yeah. about how do we get in the right headspace? Also, what are some options, what we can do for ourselves, you know, uh, physically, if you will, um, to actually, uh, to, to get around this. Because I think uh, what we tend to forget is I'm gassed and therefore I just feel this bad. I think what we need to talk about is I'm gassed. This issue is important. And here's what I'm about to do about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you, look, we've we've talked about various things that, that you can do to make sure that you, as the founder, are are as fit mentally, physically, emotionally, um, as as possible to be able to deal with these challenges. We've we've right. talked about this in a couple other podcasts. Um, but but to go back to some of the important things, one is is, is recognizing that like burnout is coming, and doing something about it, right? That, that this exhaustion, it's part of it, right? There's no version of running a startup that's just like, you know, from day one, I just set this thing up. I had this whole army of VA. It was just, it's just been perfect. I, you know, I'm here a couple hours a day. It's just everything I ever wanted. Okay. No, it's not what it looks like. Right? There are a lot of periods of grind. I think that one of the things we have to be really careful of is A, understanding where that point is. And, and, and you and I have both been very honest about this. It took us years and multiple times of doing this to ourselves before we realized what that burnout point was and could go, whoa, whoa, I need to slow down. And or one of the other of us saying, hey, buddy. I'm seeing a collapse coming, man. You're, you're, you're running yourself too thin here. You're running yourself ragged. Let's take a, let's take a breather and let's talk about priorities right now and what really, really needs to get done. And, and this is where I think that especially when you're up against some really significant challenges and you're not finding your path through it, right? There's a difference between doing work and knowing if the work that you're doing is having any fucking impact whatsoever. Right, right. right. That can be exhausting, right? If you show up for work every day and you keep shoveling at the same pile and there is no perceptible change in the pile, that gets extremely tiring. Now, one would question why we would keep doing that. And yet as founders, we often find ourselves in that position where we just keep trying to chip away at the same thing that isn't having the right impact. Again, like having a group of founders around you who can help give you that perspective and say, hey, lean back a bit here. Like you're running up against what you feel like is a wall that's actually a column. Step right. around. Right. <laughs> right. Like, but it can be really, really hard to see. Um, and we're not always clear on exactly what's exhausting us. Um, but being in a position where you you are aware that there is a real cost to that. That the marathon analogy, you know, is, is a good one, right? Because it, it does speak to the, the amount of energy that gets consumed. Where it breaks down a little bit is that in a marathon, you typically don't stop, right? In this race, sometimes you have to. Maybe just sure. be for a minute, right? Let the muscles recover and then take off again. Let the muscles recover and get some perspective on what it is you're actually trying to accomplish and whether that's the most important next step that you need to take and allow yourself that space, which can be really hard because you feel like if I don't keep running, I don't get to the finish line. And yet time and time again, well, you and I have seen people who ran so hard that they didn't get to the finish line, right? They were stopped prematurely because they burnt themselves out. They exhausted themselves. They, they caused physical damage, emotional damage. Um, and, and, you know, that's hard to recover from or sometimes impossible. And it just causes you to need to fold the tents and go home simply because you pushed too much too soon. Now, knowing when and where those points are, uh, requires sage like wisdom, um, which most of us don't possess. And that's why it's good (laughs) to have founder friends, right? It's good to have people around you who can collectively go, Hmm, something seems off here, man. 
maybe adjust, you know, what you're doing here a little bit, Ryan. Maybe think about what you're chasing. Maybe think about the pace at which you're chasing it. And and I think that's all super valuable feedback. Um, outside of that, you know, just take lots of supplements, uh, drink lots of caffeine, and just fucking go. Right? I don't have other advice for that one. I, I think you, you touched on something though. Find someone that or or some ones that you can be accountable to. Yeah. Right. People that aren't you that can give you some damn perspective <laughs> yeah. as to what's actually happening. Yep. For example, when I was talking to those two founders, right? That was my job. My job was to step in and provide some accountability to be able to say, look, what you're about to do, the decision you're about to make, is it your best decision? No, I'm tired. Okay, let's zoom out a little bit and let's revisit this thing. The worst thing we can do, as you said, Ryan, is to be stuck in our own heads. The second worst thing we can do is to keep all the accountability internal to us, right? No, it's a disaster. Because everyone else is burnt out too. And or they have a strong, strong agenda for why they just want to get this over with. I'm talking about investors, your advisory board, et cetera. They have a very different take on it. They're not necessarily concerned with what's best for you. They're concerned with what's best for them as they should be. Yep. So one of the important steps is to, to bring in some trusted folks who can just say, you know, you might want to double, you double check that. That may not be accurate, you know, the, the assumption you're making or the step you're about to take. The, the worst you can do is go through this process alone because it will guarantee the worst possible outcome. Yes. Now, folks may come to you and I, Ryan, and they may say, hey, can you kind of help me through this and, and walk me through this? And we've got a ton of experience. And you may not agree with, with, with what we suggest. We, we don't make, um, we don't make uh, determinations to say this is what you have to do. No, we just lay out more options and say, right. you know, you're, you're, you're a big kid. You figure it out. Um, but we at least are empathetic to your situation. Ryan, I think you said something uh, early in the episode you said when you're talking to friends and family, et cetera, who don't really understand what you're going through and you say you're negotiating a $50 million exit and they're like, that's incredible. Like, I can't believe you're doing that. Like, you know, high fives. What could you possibly be upset about? <laughs> yeah. That is the worst possible person to be talking to right, right now. <laughs> right. It, it just invalidates everything that you're feeling in, in, in a single moment from somebody that you care about deeply, right? That, 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 is, a, that is a blade right. that cuts deep. Um, and so what you're looking for, what we're all looking for in this process is someone that can just zoom out with us, say, look, this has been a long journey, right? We understand, we empathize, we understand exactly what you went through because we're either going through it ourselves or we have gone through it. However, let me remind you about a hundred times if possible that this moment is the penultimate moment in your career, that this moment is the one that's going to affect so many people in that this is the moment where you're not trying to rush through it. You're not trying to rush to an end. You're trying to rush to a point where you feel you're going to feel good about this decision for the rest of your career. All right, so that was fun. But let's actually keep this conversation going. You've heard what we think about this, but you know Ryan and I would really like to hear what you think. And we're online like all day long, pretty much talking about every startup topic you could think of from fundraising to customer acquisition to just really how to get all of this crazy startup stuff out of your head. And there's tons of other founders just like you. They're weighing in on these topics. So you'll get a chance to just hang out and meet some really smart founders. We're also super, super easy to find. You head over to groups.startups.com 
and let Ryan and I hear what's on your mind. Let's get to know each other a little bit, and let's just start having more of these conversations.